Welcome to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics podcast, the voice for women in midlife and beyond. At Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, we talk about anything and everything to do with midlife. My name is Colleen. My name is Bridget. In the four years we have done this podcast, I don't think we've really talked about oral health, dental health as we age. So this is an important topic that we need to cover. We invited Dr. Sonda Moldovan, who is an award-winning periodontist and founder of Beverly Hills Dental Health and Wellness. And Dr. Moldovan is going to talk to us about not only things like the burning mouth from menopause, but how to keep our mouth healthy as we get older, bleeding gums. As Bridget said, oral health is your mouth is the gateway to your health. She's going to talk about the bacteria that can get into our system and affect our cardiovascular health. And it's just dry mouth, all that. Oh, yeah. We talk a lot about dry mouth. Right. And the importance of really, you know, avoiding having dry mouth because that is a big thing when we get this age. The older I get, oh my goodness, I used to never have dry mouth. I wake up in the morning like, did you all hear that? Did you hear that? I was going to say, you guys can't see Bridget yeah. quacking. Kind yeah, of. but it, it's like, oh, man, I, I keep water by my bedside because I have to have so something. First. Yes. She yeah. also talks about removing the uh, metal in your mouth because, you know, our generation, you had a cavity, you got it filled with a metal filling, and that's not good to have in your mouth anymore. So she talks about the safe way to replace yes. those. So mm-hmm. she is going to talk about, you know, our bones can have problems as we age. So can our teeth. And the conversation on the receding gum line, like that was really interesting. Right. And just things that you can do now and things that are available to help actually rebuild. You know, she talks about just like the different formation in your teeth and to help to make things stronger. Don't forget, we still have just a few tickets left. If you're in the Nashville area this weekend, October 8th, this Sunday at the Graduate Hotel in Nashville, we are having our conversations with prime women and we are so excited about it. We would love to see you there. We have, um, if you get your tickets, you can also, which you can get at conversationswithprimewomen.com or eventbrite.com. Guys, we want to let you know that if for some reason, you are unable to get tickets to the event that we will be live streaming Conversations with Prime Women on our social media. If you have any questions, go to hotflasheskooltopics at gmail.com. Drop us a note. Follow us on Instagram at hotflashesandcooltopics. Follow us on Facebook at hotflashesandcooltopics. And TikTok, right, Bridget? Or well, YouTube, YouTube, and YouTube, and YouTube. Hot flashes and cool topics because we will be live streaming the entire event, so you'll be able to get the information. Unfortunately, we can't live streams complimentary facials. We live can't streams. live stream our awesome gift bags. We're really sorry, sorry guys. But other than yeah. that, you'll be able to check it out. So make sure you're following us on social media so that you can take a look at what we're doing and enjoy it virtually with us. And with that, we are going to talk to Dr. Sonda Moldovan. We'll talk to you after. Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics podcast. On today's show, we are talking about a topic that Bridget and I have not spent much time exploring, but it's so important, and that's your oral health as we start to age and menopause, postmenopausal. So we went to the expert, and we are excited to have Dr. Sonda Moldovan, or Dr. Sonda, as she is called, on the show. So welcome. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, we appreciate your time. And we hear a lot from women who say, you know, it's not just my my 
body, the hot flashes, all the internal, but my teeth and my mouth, my mouth is dry. I have tingling. Can you talk a little bit at first about the relationship to menopause and what's happening with our oral health? Uh, definitely, Colleen. I mean, uh, I, I get a lot of patients, actually. Most of my patients are mid-50s and up. And they come to me usually because they have dry mouth and they see gum recession happening. Uh, some of them even have like burning mouth syndrome, it's called, and we can definitely get into that. Uh, but uh, there's so many changes happening when our hormones start to change. And I am a biological periodontist. So what does that mean? Most people might know what a periodontist is. We basically deal with gums and the foundation around the teeth. But um, my practice is holistic-based because we approach things as a whole. If we just zoom in on teeth, oftentimes we just miss what's really going on. As a biological periodontist, we deal with the microbiome. Well, what is really happening with the microbiome? Why is your uh, why are your salivary glands atrophying and getting dry? Like, what is really going on, and what can we do to reset the balance? from a microbiome perspective, instead of just looking at, okay, well, let me give you a medication or some kind of toxic mouthwash that might help you, uh, you know, maintain your teeth. Um, so what's happening when the mouth gets dry, basically the salivary glands that are here located is called the parotid on the side of the cheek. We also have saliva glands underneath the tongue and those start to atrophy and shrink as we age. We can stimulate them, and a good way to stimulate them is definitely to have something in your mouth that stimulates saliva. This could be a lozenge, and definitely make sure your lozenges are sugar-free or a sugar substitute that actually helps uh, to stimulate saliva but not cause cavities. Um, my favorite sugar substitute is xylitol or erythritol. The reason being is that it's also antibacterial and helps protect against cavities. What we're seeing is that when you're actually using lozenges with xylitol or probiotic lozenge with xylitol, uh, we get less plaque formation. When the mouth is dry, what we're actually seeing is more plaque being deposited on the teeth. Um, and unfortunately, the Greek teeth also get more brittle. So they can start to become more sensitive. You can start seeing them get thinner, more stained. So that, that's, that's one of the major problems. Where would you find a product that has xylitol? What are some recommendations that you have? So luckily today, there's so many like sugar-free chocolates with xylitol. I actually manufacture um, a probiotic lozenge called Orasana. It's a probiotic mint that's vegan certified that has xylitol. That's antibacterial. But also, um, you can find it in like uh, caramels, in cakes today, so many different reasons. Or you can actually get xylitol powder as a sugar substitute. So let's say you like a tea or coffee, you want to put a little xylitol in it, that's actually going to help with the plaque formation. And now, this is the same, is this the same thing? Because I was reading your book and I'm trying to remember the different sugar, uh, sugar substitutes that that they put in gum that maybe can make people kind of gassy? Is this the same thing or something different? Yeah, so xylitol oh, yeah. can, it's true, one of the side effects is uh, bloating or gas mm -hmm. if you eat too much of it. 
a little bit of it, like in a candy, there's no way it would give you gas. However, if you do eat like, oh, you know, I really like sweet things and you start to eat several teaspoons a day, it'll start to bloat you and make you gassy. But sugar does that as well because mm -hmm. the overgrowth of yeast in the intestinal tract. So, you know, everything in moderation, especially try to keep it to more things that are topical or oral. What about something like monk fruit? Yeah, monk fruit is a great sugar substitute, especially for people that want to get themselves off the sugar. Because sugar, especially when you have a dry mouth, uh, is going to start causing an acidity in the mouth and for the teeth to be even more brittle. So definitely keep the sugar to a minimum for people that have dry mouth and try a sugar substitute. Monk fruit is a great one because it doesn't have that aftertaste like stevia does, for example. Yeah. Colleen keeps a little container of my fruit with her. My monk. She does. She had it yesterday, put it in her tea, you know, so it's great. And, you know, you also have a podcast as well. And you talk about um, how the mouth is the gateway to health. And I don't think people really think about that a lot. Like they'll think something's wrong with them, but they don't really think about where it is all starting. Can you share a little bit about why the mouth is the gateway to health? Yeah, absolutely, Bridget. It's Well, the mouth is the opening of the GI tract. And basically, whatever it is that we take in our mouth to chew and eat and swallow is going to affect our body. So it is that gateway that we have to protect. It also shows me a lot as a periodontist. When I look in the mouth, I can see uh, about their behaviors. I can see the stress level. You know, somebody has like teeth that are really worn down. I know they're grinding every day. Now, whether or not they have an eye guard, you're still going to get tooth wear if you grind. But uh, so I see a lot. I see nutritional deficiencies. Uh, let's say people that have red glossy tongues, that could be an iron deficiency. People that have these, you know, redness at the corners of the mouth, that's a sign that they have a yeast overgrowth or candida. And it does manifest itself in the mouth, especially people that say, you know, I feel like my mouth tastes like Velcro. It's like Velcro-ish. That's usually an overgrowth of candida or dysbiosis. So I cannot see farther down in the GI tract. However, I can see inside the mouth pretty easily. You know, I don't have to scope it like you would GI, but the mouth, like we can tell a lot from someone's health. Yeah, I thought that was really amazing. You know, just like patterns on the tongue too. And you can tell what they're deficient in or what's going on with them. I think that's really something and people don't think about that, like the inflammation as well with your gums. Yeah, definitely. If somebody has gum inflammation, usually there's also inflammation in the stomach or in the intestinal tract because we say leaky gums, leaky gut. It's definitely an association there. Also, for people Bleeding gums, just spontaneously bleeding, that could be also a sign of leukemia, actually. Oh, oh my goodness. I've That's only diagnosed scary. it a couple of times. Uh, so yes. you mean like not from flossing or anything? They just bleed? Oh, my goodness. That's I still remember I was at the gym a few years back, and this girl in her late 20s came up to me, and she said... You know, oh, I heard you're, you're a dentist and, uh, you know, oh, it's a very weird thing. Like I'd be sitting at a table, I'd be eating dinner and all of a sudden my gum would start bleeding. And I said, I looked at her, you know, she had beautiful teeth. And she said, I have good oral hygiene. I, I told her, go get tested. Go go to a physician and just get a blood test. And sure enough, she was, she had looking. Goodness. Wow. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, as we get older, I think a lot of us get even more scared to go to the dentist. 
Um, number one, why do you think that is? And two, what do we need to be taking care of as we get older? Like what is proper oral hygiene for someone who's, let's say, over postmenopausal? You know, I myself, I'm, I prefer to be on the other side of the chair, not in the chair getting treatment, mostly because when I was growing up, uh, I had some painful dental experiences. And I think those have a tendency to stay with us. I think when we're younger, we can block them better. But as we get older, just more things come up to the surface. Um, and it's just, uh, you know, or things that have happened, you know, our cells have memory. So even though consciously or logistic as they want, I don't know why I'm scared, you know, I can be in the dental chair, I need this filling, but there's still that sensation, you know, that, oh my God, you know, you, you feel your heart rate getting up. And it's really because cells have memory. And if something that happened there, our cells hold that information and it'll, it'll just pop up. But there's no reason today we have such like good tools, like a, a good tip I always say uh, is to um, uh, listen to like uh, some uh, like meditation before you go to the dentist, take some CBD oil, which is nice and relaxing for the brain. It helps to calm the anxiety. Um, I love this product from Integrative Therapeutics called a lavender, Lavella. It's a lab, purified lavender oil. You can easily take it and it just helps to, for the experience to be more more comfortable overall. Because the mouth is a private space and you go to the dentist and you'll let them look inside of you. So it's, you, you have that intimacy going on with the mouth. So that's why a lot of people are nervous or maybe they don't like to share you know, what's happening inside. So, so it really, it has a lot more meaning to it. What is proper? What should we be doing as our teeth get older? What is proper hygiene? My big thing is always, there's three easy steps to optimum oral health. Brush, floss, chewable probiotic. That's basically research-based today. We know it works. Practicing good hygiene two, uh, like twice a day, every day. Brushing basically would be, it, it can be manual. It doesn't have to be a fancy electric brush. As long as it's in small circles, you're using a tooth powder or toothpaste that actually helps to strengthen your teeth. That's super important. Uh, you don't want to use anything with harsh chemicals because if you use something with harsh chemicals, number one, you can start actually seeing uh, gum problems like sloughing of the gum or uh, maybe abrasion on the teeth. Um, now, step number two, flossing. If you're into string flossing, great. If you're not a string flosser, get a water flosser. The water flossers today have been shown to work effectively against bleeding gums. As a matter of fact, I just did a podcast on this on the Holistic Dentistry Show. Um, I was looking into the research of flossing. And interestingly enough, uh, we now have evidence to say that water flossing reduces inflammation of the gums a lot more than string floss. So we're changing what we're telling patients instead of using the string floss, okay? Because most people don't, let's face it. Most people don't floss correctly. They can't get their hands back there, you know? So it's just a difficult technique as it is. So we use a water flosser with just water. You don't need a mouthwash. And third, really using, uh, you know, protecting your microbiome, helping it grow to a healthy level by using a chillable probiotic. So these three steps will keep the gums healthy and the teeth strong. Now, they have those, um, you know, different little, like, placards. And then they also have, I think, gum, G-U-M, came out with the thing with the little, little nubby 
What do you think? Yeah. What's your, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, actually, those are good tools to have. Okay. Research also shows that next to the water flossers, those inner dental brushes are also more effective than string floss. Because okay. I use those. <laughs> they're, very, they're very easy. And, you know, it, I, I find them the easiest thing that I've used so far. So, and we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. And we're back. A lot of women at our demographic suffer from osteoporosis and degenerative bone loss. Now, teeth are bone. Is there a relationship as you get older to your teeth actually becoming, well, you were saying brittle, but what's happening with your teeth if that's the case? Yeah, so the bone itself or teeth is mineral and collagen, is both. And oftentimes you're right, what's happening to our teeth is happening to our bone. It could be a lack of mineral. And what? why would there be a lack of mineral? Well, what's really happening uh, is based on the pH of the food we intake and we digest. If our body is actually a acidic pH pretty much every day, then our body is very smart and says, you know what? We cannot live in this acidic pH. Let me take some minerals from the bone, dump it in the bloodstream, so I can keep you alive because the pH of the blood must be 0.45. It just must. Otherwise, the functions cannot go on. So it's important to check pH. And this is something that I talk about in my book, Heal Up. Check pH in the morning and the saliva and see where you're at. We should be around neutral, around 7.0. Too acidic every day, you're going to become osteoporosis. There was actually a a uh, seven-plus-year study at UCSF on several thousand women that showed that women with slight acidosis in their body over periods of years was leading to osteoporosis. So we can prevent osteoporosis based on our pH of the body. But we have to start early. If we're starting, you know, 50s and 60s, once we're already seeing osteoporosis and brittle teeth, it's a bit too late. So I encourage women to start as early as possible. Check your pH. And you don't have to do it every day. Now I probably do it once a week just to see where I'm at. And if I know I'm acidic, I can incorporate more alkaline fruits and vegetables in order to bring that pH up to prevent the loss of mineral. The other side is the collagen. As we get older, collagen gets thinner. That's why you probably noticed today on the market, there's so many collagen products to strengthen the collagen. Do they work? Yes. We actually have good research to show that certain brands of collagen peptides act, help to increase bone density, increase joint health, and also help with skin. So basically have less wrinkles. So there's different collagen peptides that are necessary for different areas. So teeth and bone are collagen and mineral. So we need to pay attention to both in order to maintain the strength of the bone and the teeth. Now for the mouth, it's a little bit special because let's say the bones, you can't put acid on it, right? Because it's covered by tissue and skin. However, when we're looking at teeth, you have a lemon, you put it straight on the teeth, what's going to happen is dissolve. 
or Coca-Cola or, you know, anything that's super acidic. Listerine mouthwash, for example, has a pH of 3.0, just like alcohol. So <laughs> I don't recommend Listerine mouthwash for that matter. So anything that's super acidic, just don't put it on the teeth, especially if you have dry mouth, because it will dissolve that enamel. Even though, yes, lemon and limes and oranges are healthy. Uh, and a lot of people I know, oh, I drink a glass of water or like a gallon of water with lemon in it and I sip it throughout the day. That's the wrong thing to do. I love lemon water. I drink my glass in the morning and then I rinse my mouth because you don't want the acid from the lemon sitting on your teeth and bathing your teeth all day long. You're going to end up with sensitivity and a loss of enamel. Okay. So if this has happened, if people have done this, what, what can they do if they've lost enamel on their teeth? What are some things that can happen to help with that situation? Yeah, the good news is we do have some things that know they work. Calcium hydroxyapatite powder. Uh, that's a mouthful, but calcium hydroxy is really what the teeth are made out of. It's the mineral lattice that's inside the tooth. And then we have collagen woven in between. Uh, we do know that when we actually have calcium hydroxyapatite brushed on the tooth, it gets absorbed in the tooth structure and it makes the enamel stronger. So we call that a functional toothpaste or a functional tooth powder um, that really helps to strengthen teeth, not to whiten them. Yeah. But actually, studies show that calcium hydroxy also whitens teeth. We believe the reason why is uh, it actually fills in the pores of the teeth and it makes it stronger so the teeth don't get stained with time. So say a lot of times you hear that if you're not taking care of your teeth, it can lead to the, you know, obviously periodontal disease, but that can be associated with cardiovascular health, stroke. Can you explain the association between the two? Absolutely. Any times the gum is bleeding, bacteria from the mouth can enter the bloodstream that is now open and start catching a ride. And it can get to the heart. It can get to the brain. How do we know this? Because bacteria from the mouth that causes gum disease, one specific one called AA, has been found in heart valves, has been isolated in people that have had heart attacks. So we know it travels. Dr. Bredesen also talks about porphyra monogingivalis, which is another bacteria that causes gum disease, has been found in the brain. So things from the mouth don't stay in the mouth. Whenever your gums bleed, even though it's not painful, and that's the problem with periodontal disease, it's not painful most of the time. You know, people are like, oh yeah, my gums are bleeding. So what? Right? It's okay. Right. It'll go away tomorrow. <laughs> okay, but the problem is if it's like a recurrent gum bleed, Bacteria from the mouth can enter the bloodstream. So nowadays in my practice, I actually do a saliva test on everyone with gum disease because we want to know what kind of bacteria is there. Is it the kind that gives you brain fog, inflammation? Is it the kind that causes rheumatoid arthritis or joint pain? Because we do know certain bacteria on the mouth is associated with rheumatoid arthritis, brain fog, inflammation. So we treat things as a whole today. So as a holistic periodontist, I'm really looking to see the medical history. Somebody reports, oh, yeah, I have joint pain, brain fog. Okay, what bacteria do you have in your mouth and how can I help you not feel that way? 
And we've had several patients that, you know, they we decrease their brain fog or the brain, brain fog completely went away. We help with the chronic fatigue just by treating oral infections. So we there's such a strong connection that we see every day in my practice between the mouth and the rest of the body. What are some of the bacteria that cause like brain fog? Brain fog. Or, That's what... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially with menopause, uh, you know, that's one of the main complaints that I hear. You know, I have brain fog. I don't feel well. It might not be all fully related to the mouth, but we have to start there. And some of the bacteria that's related to brain fog, one has been written about is Porphyromona gingivalis or P. gingivalis for short. Uh, it's a stealth organism. It, it doesn't need oxygen to survive, just like most gum disease causing bacteria. And it just catches away. It likes to travel and lodge into extremities. And, you know, somehow it ends up in the brain. We don't know how, but it can. With brain inflammation, I work with a lot of integrated practitioners to help once I detoxify the mouth. And what does that mean, detoxify the mouth? It basically means reversing any kind of inflammation of the gums, getting rid of toxic metals, such as mercury fillings, And also looking in areas of root canals where bacteria can hide. Because what's the problem with root canals? Root canals are dead teeth. And if people get a recurrent infection, they have no idea they get an infection because the tooth is dead. It can't give them a signal. Hey, there's bacteria here. So oftentimes what we see, once we remove these areas of infection, people feel better. They have less brain fog. Because your body now is not overwhelmed with all these toxins. What I'm is really removing slowly to- the toxic burden from the body. So the body heals itself. That's what's really happening. You know that you brought up the mercury fillings. And so many women our age are women and people in our demographic. They had those fillings when they were younger. They've had things, treatments that now are proven that they are not good treatments. What are some steps that people can take when they have these mercury fillings and things like that in their mouth and they want to get rid of it? And you know, Bridget, I have to say, I I actually had 16 huge mercury fillings in my mouth. Mm -hmm. And what it did for me at a young age, I was growing up in Romania. That's the only thing we had. I started getting headaches, but I thought it was just whatever. Everybody gets headaches. And uh, then when I came to the United States at 14, I went to dental school. I thought, oh, maybe I should get these replaced because they look ugly. But I didn't know anything about safe removal of any mercury fillings. So what happened is when I got my fillings removed and replaced, I actually got very toxic uh, because vapors from the mercury come up the filling and I inhaled them all. And I didn't know why I was feeling so sick. I didn't feel well at all. And I finally went to a a holistic practitioner, integrative medicine, tested me for mercury levels. They were off the charts, off the charts. So I had to go through a whole chelation process. Uh, It contributed to my brain fog at the time and the headaches. And it takes a while to detoxify from mercury. So one of the first things we do when people come in with you know, mercury fillings, we recommend that they do a test to see, well, how high is the mercury in your body? Because if, uh, we know it affects brain health, but it also affects cardiovascular health. If somebody's planning on detoxifying from heavy metals, the first thing we should do is remove any metals that are basically contributing to that toxicity. Very, very important to have them removed safely. 
because uh, we know that that way you're, you don't end up inhaling all those mercury vapors and we can keep you safe. And we practice, um, it's called a smart removal technique. Uh, it's based on the uh, International Association of Oral Medicine and Toxicology. They created this protocol and it's been tested to show that uh, it actually protects the patient from inhaling all this mercury. What, what materials are used to replace them? to replace the mercury fillings? The best thing we have today to replace the mercury filling is a BPA-free ceramic filling or could be a porcelain-type piece that goes inside, whether it's a full crown, an inlay, or an onlay, uh, meaning just different pieces of the tooth. But the most important thing is to uh, you know choose something that's biocompatible to the body. So we all know BPA is a carcinogen, uh, you know, affects women, breast cancer association there. So in our practice, we don't use BPA-based fillings. And I highly encourage everybody listening to actually ask your dentist if you're going to have this done, what kind of filling are you placing? What's in it? Because, you know, you have to know what's going in your mouth. What about the, you mentioned in the beginning of the episode, the burning mouth syndrome, which a lot of women in menopause or going in perimenopause suffer from it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I do have patients that come in with us and uh, it's well documented in our literature that basically what happens when the mouth gets drier and hormones change this burning sensation, whether it's on the roof of the mouth, it's on the gum. And the best solution for that, again, is not looking at the mouth, is really trying to balance your hormones. So I would usually refer out, yes, we can do certain things locally, using uh, like working on the microbiome and trying to make sure that we don't have candida overgrowth from the dry mouth and using uh, like a probiotic uh, lozenge maybe three, four times a day, that will help to, to kind of diminish that sensation. But um, it is, again, it's not a topical solution. That's really uh, a recommendation for hormone balancing. You mentioned your product line, which does have lozenges, correct? Can you tell us a little bit yeah. more about it? So how I got started with that is I was always fascinated with, you know, bacteria and how can we make this, uh, you know, environment of the mouth uh, more beneficial for us? Because we know there's 10 times more bacteria in and on our body than there's human cells. So we're never going to win the bottle of, let me sterilize my mouth. I'm going to scrub it so well, you know, that it's not going to be there. So we know we're not there. And people who are trying to do that with antiseptic mouthwashes and chlorhexidine, it's just the wrong thing to do because what we have growing first is bad bugs. That's who survives. But what we do know is that the uh, probiotics, especially in the last few years, we've had so many studies to show that it helps to maintain healthy teeth, healthy gums. We even had a study that we're using a chewable probiotic to show that actually uh, women who are using lactobacillus rhamnosus, which is in part of my one of my Orasana uh, lines, uh, have an increase in bone density. We have no idea. This is a Cleveland Clinic study. No idea why this is. But what we do know is that bacteria, and especially probiotics, they, they communicate with our cells. So I got really interested in this uh, about 10 years ago, and I started using a chewable probiotic together with treating gum disease. And my patients hated it. Oh my God, this is, tastes horrible. It's chalky. Tastes like cough syrup. 
do you have something else? And there was nothing else on the market. So I said, okay, I'm going to find a chemist <laughs> and I'm going to put together a different formula. So that's how this started, Orasana. So I want to say six, seven years ago already. And I work with a company in Wisconsin and they do an amazing job. They work with me. I said, a lot of my people cannot tolerate also milk products. So we had a vegan certification on our chewable probiotics and uh, it's great tasting. Usually we have kids, they ask me, how many of these can I have a day? Because they <laughs> want to, to pop it in like candy. So uh, yeah, it's, um, it's uh, nice to finally create something that's good tasting and it's beneficial. And can you share where where our listeners can find these products? Uh, definitely. And actually, for your listeners, we have a special on our uh, Renew and Restore Oral Care product that you can find at orasana.com, O-R-A-S-A-N-A. And we also have great resources there. If you want to learn about probiotics and uh, overall health, there's a resource page where I pull the articles that are essential. There's a, so many studies now. So um, not only for the mouth, but for the gut and the importance of having good bacteria. I guess my last question is, as we age, what should we be doing really to protect our gums? The gums, besides the bleeding, they can start to recede as we get older. And I'd probably do more gum uh, therapy or gum augmentation, thickening of the gum uh, in uh, women over 50. Because all of a sudden what we're seeing is a thinning of the gum and the recession, which sometimes can be painful when the root starts to show, it could be sensitive. And the worst thing we could do is actually put a filling over the top of it because that's going to create more gum recession. And unfortunately, I see that from a lot of general dentists. They just want to put a filling to protect from sensitivity. But the problem is gums don't like to have fillings next to them. So they're going to recede some more to get away from the filling. So now we have a bigger problem. So oftentimes what I do as a periodontist is remove the filling so I can push the gum back up. How to protect against gum recession is really being thorough but gentle with your brushing. Don't scrub too hard. So how do you know that you're scrubbing too hard? If you're using a toothbrush and within a month the bristles flare out, you're brushing too hard. Um, also, small circles. Don't go up and down. Small circles, very, very important. Using a water flosser, what that will do is actually stimulate the collagen in the gums because the pulsation, it actually has almost like a fitness effect on the collagen. For that reason, they also have a, a, a Hydra uh, facials in LA where they actually use almost the same thing like a water flosser, but on the face to help to stimulate the collagen to grow. So the same with the water flosser. So just using things like that to maintain the collagen, uh, taking collagen supplementations, I think it's a great thing to do. Um, and really for people that are clenching and grinding, which is another reason for gum recession, is really to, to help to uh, reduce stress, wear a night guard to protect your, you know, your teeth. And, and this is a great way for the gum recession. If end up to say, okay, you know, oh my God, I see my teeth getting very long. You know, my dentist told me I need treatment for the gum recession. One of the things we're doing today, and I've been doing that for the past six years, is using a technique called PRF or platelet-rich fibrin. 
where instead of transferring gum from one area to another, we actually just use the fibrin and growth factors from somebody's own blood to transfer it under the gum to help the gum, gums get thicker. Thank you so much for coming on and explaining oral health to us because we just we were, were fascinated that that just seems to be a topic that it's hard to find experts to talk about when you're going through menopause, what happens to your teeth. So we truly appreciate your time. We'll make sure to have all of the information in the show notes if anybody has any questions. And thank you so much. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Anytime. Thank you so much, Dr. Sanda Muldivan, for being on our show today. That was such an interesting, fascinating conversation. I've learned so much about the importance of taking care of your oral health and really what products are good for you and what products you shouldn't be taking. You know, it's great. It's great. We have people like her out there just getting that information to everybody. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you did, make sure to click on that subscribe button on any whichever podcast platform you happen to be on. Also, follow us on YouTube. All these videos, if the guest approves, will be up on YouTube. And we would love for you to follow our channel there. Have a great week, guys. Bye.